Hello guys, welcome to the Painter Files Podcast. I am your host, Jaws Blake, as you well know. We're going to talk about a couple things in this podcast. We're going to talk about just ways to cope with dealing with kind of worrying about whether you're wasting your life as an artist and so on and so forth. I get a lot of these questions, so we're going to, we're going to address this stuff. Uh, sometimes it is really the journey and not the uh, destination. There you go, that is. So... I want to talk to you real quick about my book, the uh, Jinchi art book that I put out recently. It's doing really well, actually, shockingly so much so. I didn't expect it to have kind of the gravitas that it does, and it's just been amazing shipping them out and like helping people get to them and order them and all this stuff. I still very much want to have a book signing, but I am very nervous about the pandemic, so... We just kind of have to wait and see when that will come. It will come at some point in time. But, uh, you know, we'll see, honestly. I'm very excited, though. So thank you to everybody who's picked up a book. It has made my my life. So, guys, Now, for those who don't follow me on all the major media things that I'm on, one of the things I actually have done for a long time is done work with uh, Suicide Girls. Now that is a kind of burlesque, boudoir, uh, modeling thing. And uh, so I've been doing stuff with them for a long time. And I did a redesign of their logo, which, you know, if you're on the site and you're a member, you can see. If you are not, then you probably will never see it. <laughs> But if you are on the site and you listen to the podcast, please go vote for my logo redesign. It would mean a lot to me, and I just always wanted to do something really cool, kind of the way like Laura Zombie did her T-shirts for the Suicide Girls uh, burlesque tour a very long time ago, and I've always wanted to do something kind of awesome like that. So yeah, this could be the beginning of something of that nature, or you know, could just be a throwaway thing, but... If you can support, I'd appreciate it a whole lot. Okay. Recently, quite a few of you have uh, been noticing I've been doing a lot more photography than I used to. I took kind of a little bit of a break after Moldide. I hadn't really gone out and done everything and taken a lot of photos, mainly partially because of the pandemic, to be completely honest. It was just very difficult to like get out there and just walk around and take a bunch of photos. My my mind was not in it. There's safety reasons, and then it's just... The whole thing was kind of exhausting while the pandemic's going on. is really kind of the truth of the matter. But I have since really kind of focused and tried to pay attention and go back into it and find my groove in what I was doing with it. And I have a few ideas of things that I want to do with it, so I'm working back towards those. I have not reset up my my developer area so i'm just kind of sitting on a bunch of rolls right now <laughs> i've got a bit of a surplus of kind of artwork and all these things in which i'm trying to do uh, i'm doing a lot with the digital camera right now but there is this kind of weird uh detachment from the digital stuff that I don't feel with the physical film stuff. I like the idea that with the film, you don't know exactly how it's going to turn out. Like, you can hope you have, like, a great grasp on it. But if you don't, then sometimes this stuff is, uh, you know, it's a little up in the air. It's a little random. 
And I love just, I like the way how it works like a, like a uh, brush stroke on ink on canvas where you just kind of put stuff out and then you see how good or bad some of them are. <laughs> some are not so great. I'm not going to lie. I've had some blank rolls in the last couple of years and I've had some rolls that turned out, but they were seriously overexposed. And, you know, it's kind of all part of the course. Like you, you do all the things you can do with the little bits that you're allowed to, and then you see where they go from there. And, you know, I like, like I said, I just love the unpredictability of it. And when these photos turn out good, oh my goodness. It's like a little, little brain shiver all of a sudden, which is just kind of funny because it's just such a strange, wonderful, beautiful, crazy concept. It's kind of like uh, the world snake thing that I've been doing a lot of. I've been doing a lot. I'm sniffing into the microphone. I'm so sorry. I've been, I've been recently kind of working on these uh, world snake paintings, which just this huge, gigantic snake that takes over, twists and turns like a, like a overpass highway type of thing, and in that you see like the snake and then all these patterns and stuff. And I recently realized like my connection to the world snake is it reminds me of my, my dog mall when she was alive. She's a super long body dog Dotson and she could just stretch out and take over a whole sofa. Really just ridiculous. So, and, uh, yeah, it makes me just think of her. Very long body, very uh, dragon-shaped head. <laughs> just just an overall interesting thing. And I didn't realize, you know, anything from Norse mythology would really kind of stick with me. And yet, this is that thing that does. And uh, I really, honestly, just... I'm letting it go where it needs to go. I think a lot of art is kind of just letting things happen the way they... objectivity that you're looking for and so yeah Maul's the world snake so to our topic for the week uh i got a letter from the uh well not a letter i got a message on the uh painter files podcast at gmail.com uh email yeah there you go and in it it asked me um uh, during the pandemic and all this stuff they're finding it really hard to see themselves in a successful role as far as art goes this is not a just you feeling dear listener this is uh, my little Galettis. This is this is a problem that a lot of artists and a lot of people from all types of backgrounds have, like this whole imposter thing, that we're talented and we're good, but we see all these roadblocks kind of in the way of being successful in what we do. I think it's it's a hard, bitter pill in a way. Like, if all we ever do is do stuff so that we can succeed and make lots of money, then we've been utterly pretty failures <laughs> for a lot of things. 
honestly. But that is not the point of doing things. If I can, if I can say that to you kindly and honestly, like we have made it our point, at least I, I, Royal We, uh, I've made it my point to just make a lot of art that I really feel like touches me and the people who come in contact with it. Does that make me like a massive success via the standards of what people consider successful? Like question one, who are these people that you're trying to get this feeling from? Question two, do you take advice from them in anything other than their opinions on whether or not you are good at what you do? Most of the time the answer is no, because you just, you just live, you know, you, you make all this art and you do all these things and you do them for the joy of doing them, for the need to do them, for the want to do them. Uh, not so that someone else will then see it later and then think, wow, that was a really great job you did there. Uh, there's something about trying to find validation outside yourself sometimes is this really kind of fruitless, endless madness that happens a lot on these things. And we have to figure out a better way to just allow ourselves the, the feeling and the right to just enjoy what we do and just enjoy it for the sake of enjoyment. It would be nice if every time we did something we got like a small trophy or award, but like that's not always how this happens. Sometimes we literally just do these things and they make us feel good. And that's why we do them. So I think maybe don't concern yourself so much with what is con outwardly considered successful than what is inwardly considered successful. And maybe the two can intersect to some extent, but they can't be, but the, the outer can't be the only way that you feel that way on the inside. So to our topic for the week, uh, I got a letter from the, uh, well, not a letter. I got a message on the, uh, painter files podcast at gmail.com. Uh, Email. Yeah, there you go. And in it, it asked me, uh, during the pandemic and all this stuff, they're finding it really hard to see themselves in a successful role as far as art goes. This is not a just you feeling, dear listener. This is uh, my little Galettas. This is... This is a problem that a lot of artists and a lot of people from all types of backgrounds have, like this whole imposter thing, that we're talented and we're good, but we see all these roadblocks kind of in the way of being successful in what we do. I think it's, it's a hard, bitter pill in a way. Like, if all we ever do is do stuff so that we can succeed and make lots of money, then we've been utterly pretty failures <laughs> for a lot of things honestly, but that is not the point of doing things. If I can, if I can say that to you kindly and honestly, like we have made it our point, at least I, I Royal, we, uh, I've made it my point to just make a lot of art that I really feel like touches me and the people who 
come in contact with it? Does that make me like a massive success via the standards of what people consider successful? Like question one, who are these people that you're trying to get this feeling from? Question two, do you take advice from them in anything other than their opinions on whether or not you are good at what you do? Most of the time the answer is no because you just you just live you know you you make all this art and you do all these things and you do them for the joy of doing them for the need to do them for the want to do them uh, not so that someone else will then see it later and then think wow that was a really great job you did there uh, there's something about trying to find validation outside yourself sometimes is this really kind of fruitless endless madness that happens a lot on these things and we have to figure out a better way to just allow ourselves the the feeling and the right to just enjoy what we do and just enjoy it for the sake of enjoyment it would be nice if every time we did something we got like a small trophy or award but like that's not always how this happens sometimes we literally just do these things and they make us feel good. And that's why we do them. So I think maybe don't concern yourself so much with what is con outwardly considered successful than what is inwardly considered successful. And maybe the two can intersect to some extent, but they can't be, but the, the outer can't be the only way that you feel that way on the inside. Now, how do I deal with it personally? I deal with that type of success oftentimes like with a grain of salt. Like it is amazing to have commissions, to have people come and find you to make things specifically the way you make things. That is incredible and it is a gorgeous and wonderful feeling. But on the same regard, I also make a lot of art because I really enjoy making that art. So how I find the medium in between these two things is I'm just, sometimes I just make into, I just make a lot of art and I don't even show people. I, I literally make it in a special little place that's only for me. And even with all these different social medias and all these things, like I still have time to make something that I just really enjoy making. And that, to me, is like the most important thing. I, I really love being a painter. I love being, I love even the frustrating parts when I make something and I don't necessarily love it. I still love the act of making things. I don't even sometimes love the end result, but I loved making it and feeling inspired and having to stop everything because I'm inspired by something to then just stop everything and then go make it like it's just it's honestly important i would suggest uh what i did years upon years ago was i bought myself a website and i just started putting my work out on that website and whether everybody sees it or nobody sees it that work still goes up and then slowly it started being integrated with like social media stuff and like patreon which you can find me on patreon um, 
and then you know youtube and all these things and you can also find me on youtube um and it's just one of those things where you figure out what you make it for and then you make it for that reason everything else is kind of like outwardly successful which is great i mean i love being able to pay bills with my art money i love being able to buy food with my art money i love being able to do all these things but I did not start doing them for those reasons. I did them because I wanted to make them. And then after I made them, I wanted to show them. But the act of making them was never centered around anything else. And I had to get back to that at some point because I was being so controlled in my own mind by the idea of success. If you can visualize it and then make it, that is success. As far as I'm considered as an artist. Because that's what my goal was. My goal was to open the imaginary box in my head, stick my hand in, pull it out, and put it on a canvas. And I do that now. Amazing. It's like a, a little present I gave myself a long time ago with a lot of hard work. In a lot of cynicism, but uh, eventually I really got there, and like that's just so important to me, anyways. So I've been trying to get back into my meditation paintings. I've been doing little bits and pieces of the digital ones, and I really want to get back into the regular ones as far as paintings go, but I've been taking my time away from it. Partially because I need to go out and get more paper that is that size. Because I like to do them small. And then the other is just, um, I don't know, I haven't had time, honestly. Which is sad, because it's really time for myself. But I have not had time for myself. So, I had to figure out a way to get back to that. And I'm in the process of doing so. But, in that process, I wanted to take you with me if that's okay. So I'm going to grab a piece of paper and a brush and three colors, red, yellow, and blue, and some water. So I'm gonna gather all those things and I will be right back. Now, if you wanna see this work, uh, then you're going to have to go to the website. Uh, jawsblakeblog.com because I'll post it up after that but yeah I've got two glasses one of slightly warm water one of cold water they're both in pasta glasses because you know murder of crows is what we do and uh, then I've got my colors and my brushes so I'll get started and then I'm gonna Bob Ross this basically as I tell you about things so I'm mixing my red right now with my brush slightly wet on a dry canvas the dry canvas is about ooh, what size is this this is a four by six uh, cold press watercolor paper now I haven't done anything on a desk for a long time because I spilled ink one time and ruined a keyboard so everything is spread far enough away that you can't really that I at least 
can't really just make a huge mess of things and take a picture of what it all looks like for the blog to document. Cool. A picture is taken. Another picture is taken. And yeah, so let's get started. You know, got to get that uh, paint on paper. And I'm not going to go too long on this. I just want to kind of just feel it out. Let the let it all kind of come. So if you have anything around, by all means, please uh, please make with me colored pencils, crayons, etc. Uh, so I'm just gonna start with kind of like a little figure eight, like it's alive, and then I'm gonna veer it off. Clean my brush off in the warm water. Start off with some clean water again. Get that yellow going. It kind of looks like an S gone way too far off. <laughs> and then with the with the yellow, I'm just gonna kind of make a mess across and around and etc. Let the colors really kind of gleam. Get a little more so I can get that yellow going. Again, I like that. Clean brush. Gotta clean your brushes. Super important. And then we're going to do the blue. And the blue will be the last bit. Because I'm just... I'm just breathing. I'm letting this happen. I'm letting the, all of it kind of come together. And make itself. And I, I really enjoy this. I got visited by my mother-in-law and my sibling-in-law. Uh, Justine, yesterday... Uh, we found out our cat has a heart murmur, a little mochi. Um, but we're just going to kind of figure out what to do and go from there. But you kind of have to just breathe sometimes. Even when you get like the craziest news, you just have to breathe and see where it takes you. I think the world is kind of always stressful. And even with good news and bad news, it can be a lot. Tom's fine, so there's that. At least they're no. They're, at least they're both not in a bad spot. But it's hard. All of life is kind of like that sometimes. But it does not mean we do not find the good things and stuff. She's not in any pain. She's very happy. You wouldn't even know. She she probably doesn't even know anything's going on with herself. And we're just kind of going to wait. So I finished the painting. It's very beautiful and luxurious, as one would expect. And I'm going to take a picture of it. And once again, like I said, if you'd like to see these pictures, you need to check the blog today when the podcast goes up. Because these will be on there. And this is my painting, my meditation painting. It's really nice and chill and fun and I love it and I hope you will too alright Galeras now we say ciao goodbye I'll talk to you later I love you thank you so much for all the wonderful things you do and the way you follow this and just let me try out new ideas and let me 
kind of just become part of all these things uh, and share them with you because that's what the Painter Files was all about. That's what it's always been about. So if you'd like to support the podcast, you are welcome, please, to go rate and subscribe to it and leave a comment. Uh, also, check me out on YouTube, which is Painter Files. Uh, there's lots of little short videos as well as kind of longer videos for about the last 10 years. And then also, please go uh, write an email. I love having conversations with all of you. And, you know, sometimes if they're really great, I will actually talk about them on the podcast. But, you know, typically I, I ask for permission on these things. And sometimes, you know, sometimes they bleed in and do stuff. But it's just, it's all, it's all for betterment, you know. It's all for betterment. So I love you. I hope you're well. Have a great week. Drink some water. And be chill. And I'll talk to you later. All right, guys. My Galeras, my Jinshi. Oh. Pick up that book. <laughs> Pick up the art book. All right. Talk to you later. Ciao. Painter out.